Hello, everybody, and welcome to Eagles 360. Eagles insider Dave Spadaro, along with Glenn McDowell on this BEA beautiful Thursday. Really beautiful day, isn't it? The weather? The weather's great. Yeah. That's one so, positive. So let's get the forecast for the Eagles and hope that it turns clear and sunny on Sunday at MetLife Stadium. We've got a great show for you today. Glenn Macknell is going to give us some predictions. Oh, beautiful. Bold, Worked all week on these bold predictions. Bold predictions. And there's some good ones. The voice of the Philadelphia Eagles, Merrill Reese, joins us in studio as well. So, so thoughts, Glenn, as we get a little bit closer to Sunday. You remember our old friend Hugh Douglas used to say, do or die? This is do or die? Another this, do or die. Th well, this really is do or die. You can go 0-2 and, and still make the playoffs. And, and there are projections that the Eagles have a better than 50-50 chance even now. The division is a mess. But, Dave... If you go 0-3, untrue, 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 what, untrue. untrue that you don't make well, it 0-3? Uh, if it comes down to it, Glenn, in my pocket I have 2003 again because not only were the Eagles 0-2 in 2003, they won in Buffalo and then they lost the next week in Dallas, so they were 1-3. So really, I'm looking at this as a two-game series here. Eagles need to win one of these next two games, either in New York against the Jets or in Washington against that NFC East rival. Dave, they need to win both of the next two games. And here's part of the problem. Once you hit 0-3 is when people start doubting, and everybody starts doubting, and it becomes a real problem. I think winning this weekend is essential. You've got to win this weekend. And you know what? They really have the opportunity to win. Yeah, it's going to be a good matchup. The Eagles against the Jets. Busy day here on this Thursday at the NovaCare Complex. Let's send you out now to the practice pitch. Alex Smith, our Eagles 360 update. Hi everyone, I'm Alex Smith here with your 360 update presented by Sports Authority. Well, the Eagles wrapped up another day of training here at the NovaCare Complex as they get set to take on the New York Jets on Sunday. Today we heard from Eagles head coach Chip Kelly on how the Eagles running attack will be altered without having DeMarco Murray if he is unable to go on Sunday due to a hamstring injury. Yeah, I mean, you always have to have depth at running back and that was always a plan for us. So, you know, yeah, we got a, a tremendous confidence in Ryan, also in Darren Sproles. Um, if DeMarco can't go, but I, I, I'm not, we're not putting anything on anything now. So it's just, we'll see how he does tomorrow and, and Saturday. He won't go today. We'll see how he does tomorrow and Saturday to make a determination whether they'll play on Sunday. Inside the Eagles locker room, we heard from rookie wide receiver Nelson Aguilar on having to win the battle in the line of scrimmage if he looks to have any success against the Jets secondary on Sunday. When you, when you win at the line of scrimmage, you put, you know, uh, secondary guys in a bind because now they're in a trail technique. Yeah, exactly. You know, those, guys, those guys have confidence in, the, in their skill set, so they're going to do some things no matter what. If they get beat, they're going to play, and if you get beat at the line, you've got to compete still. With all the injuries the Eagles are facing this week, they may need to do some shuffling in the linebackers' core, and that may mean that Marcus Smith will see some extended time, and if that is the case, he says he'll be ready to go. That my urgency is I definitely want to be out there on the field, um, but I don't, I don't think you can really think about those things or worry about those things. That's why you just got to take it one day at a time. And once I get to the game, when I'm in the game, I'm taking one play at a time. So um, I'm just ready to go out there and uh, perform really well because I, I feel really comfortable in um, what I'm doing. Because of this weekend's papal visit in Philadelphia, the Eagles are heading out and hitting the road early this week for New York. And according to linebacker Brandon Graham, that might be a good thing as they get a chance to clear their heads. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of taking the pressure. Uh, it's kind of cool to get away, you know, an um, hour away from here just to kind of clear our minds and just get focused on the game. As for today's injury update, the Eagles were without running back to Marco Murray as well as linebackers Kiko Alonso and Michael Kendricks. Defensive lineman Taylor Hart and Cedric Thornton were also non-participants in today's practice. 
for all the latest Eagles news. Be sure to keep it right here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Thank you so much, Alex. Eagles will head up to Monmouth University today and get ready for the Jets practice up there and move the operation north with Pope Francis coming to Philadelphia, locking down the traffic, making it miserable for everyone. Well, it's a good secret weapon, man. Yes, you got to employ that Pope here. Certainly. Let's, uh, let's get you set up on everything going on for the rest of the show. Merle Reese comes up a little bit later next when we return on Eagles 360. Chris McPherson going behind enemy lines. Eric Allen. NewYorkJets.com. What's going on with those 2-0 Jets? Are they for real? We'll find out on the other side. With extra 20 checking from Santander, you can get paid $20 a month. Just direct deposit $1,500 or more and pay two bills a month with the online bill pay feature. Then you can get paid $20 a month. That's just the way it works. So what are you waiting for? I got tickets, metro tickets. You need a metro ticket. Talk to me, please. How do I even know these are real tickets? Yeah, you know, you just touch it. How do I know they're legit? Is the, this leather legit? I mean, how do we really know? It looks good, right? Is the metro paying you to do this? No, I'm paying myself. I gotta oh, make that profit. Makes more sense. Does the baby need a metro ticket? I'll give her one on me. These tickets, they're not stealing your soul. You can look at them. Man, nobody wants to buy tickets from a guy on the street. I don't understand. Hi, my name is Jim Taylor. I've been with Acme for 34 years. Our Lancaster brand beef is the best around. We cut our meat fresh every day. We actually have customers come from other stores just for our meat. Freshness is our number one priority. No one beats our fresh fish. We have the freshest apple, the crispiest lettuce. Fresh produce is what we do. We do the best cake decorating in the area, hands down. 123 years strong. Come on in, you'll see the changes, you'll feel it, you'll love it. A wave of game day excitement is rolling into Dunkin'. Taste the new Tailgater breakfast sandwich stacked with smoked sausage, fire-roasted peppers and onions. America runs on Dunkin'. We're back. It's Eagles 360. Dave and Glenn here. Now let's go to Chris McPherson with Eric Allen, NewYorkJets.com, behind enemy lines. It's time to go behind enemy lines here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. And we're going to go to North Jersey, where it's been a tale of two franchises early in the season. The New York Giants are 0-2 after blowing 10-point leads in consecutive games. Meanwhile, the New York Jets are one of the best teams in the AFC with a 2-0 start to the 2015 season. And to break them down, we bring in senior reporter from NewYorkJets.com, Eric Allen. Eric, the Jets defense was very good in the past under Rex Ryan, but they've taken it to a whole new level with Todd Bowles in charge. What has Todd done to make this Jets defense one of the elite units in the entire NFL? C-Mac, thanks for having me on as always. The first thing I'd like to point out is what General Manager Mike McKagan did in the offseason. Todd Bowles was very clear about it. We have to fix our cornerback issues, and McKagan went to work on that, re-signing Darrell Rivas, bringing him back to a spot where he always wanted to play. Antonio Cromartie, his former partner in crime, he joined Revis, and then an unheralded signing was getting Buster Screen in here, who played outside in Cleveland, but he also has the versatility to play inside. For the Jets, he's playing that all-important nickel position. Also, let's stay in the secondary. The Jets also brought in Marcus Gilchrist, who started his career with the San Diego Chargers, and the guys love him in the back end, C-Mac, because He's a, he's a player who brings versatility, he can cover down the field, and he's a great communicator. 
And with that being said, Todd Bowles has brought in uh, a fascinating system along with defensive coordinator Casey Rogers because at times they'll bring the blitz like last year they did in Arizona. Bowles blitz more than any defensive play caller in the National Football League, but the Jets just this year have the more of an ability to cover in the back end. And what they're doing better than anybody in the National Football League right now, C-Mac, they're turning people over. Ten takeaways over two games. Last year, in 16 games, the Jets had 13 takeaways. Eric, how has the defensive line been able to perform so well early in the year, even without Sheldon Richard, Richardson, who's been suspended for the first four games? Yeah, well, they got some talent up front, even without Sheldon being in the lineup, C-Mac. It all starts up front with the nose tackle, Damon Snacks Harris, uh, Harrison, who I think is better, uh, one of the better run uh, players in the National Football League. And then you got Mo Wilkerson, who's off to a great start, Todd Bowles said the other day. Monday night in Indianapolis, when the Jets took home a 20-7 victory, uh, Wilkerson was unblockable. He was dominant. And then the Jets were fortunate in the April's draft, C-Mac, when perhaps the most talented player on the draft board fell to them at number six overall. And Leonard Williams played really well in his second game. I think his emotions got the best of him in the first game, in his first regular season uh, appearance against the Cleveland Browns. But that second game against the Colts, he played really well as well. And the Jets are getting contributions from guys like Leger, Doosable, a valuable reserve. So there's still a lot of talent there. And the great thing, if you're a Jets fan, is Sheldon Richardson is going to return at some point this season. Eric, let's look at the offense for a second. What would it mean if Eric Decker is not able to play a receiver this Sunday? Yeah, well, Decker's having a really good start to the season, C-Mac. Chan Gailey's been using him in the slot, and the Jets like what he can do on the inside because sometimes he's matched up with linebackers, and that's a big-time mismatch. Uh, Brandon Marshall off to a good start as well for the Jets. But if Decker can't go, the Jets do have a couple of issues at, uh, at the wide receiver position because Chris Awuzu also has a leg injury, and Todd Bowles said yesterday he could be out a couple weeks. So what that will mean is that they're going to uh, have to count on guys like Quincy Inunua, a guy who's come in and basically been the Jets' third receiver at times. He plays like a little H-back role for this team. They like to use him. He's like a tweener. He can be a wide receiver, a tight end, an H-back. They like him because he's a big body who can block on the perimeter. But they also have Jeremy Curley, who hasn't played a lot this year, uh, Chris. And he could see uh, some more playing time this week. And then... Devin Smith, a second-round pick out of Ohio State, was one of the most uh, accomplished vertical threats in college football last season. He is, could make a return as soon as Sunday. He got hurt early in camp, broken ribs, punctured lung, but he's back practicing full, and he could see his debut coming up here against the Eagles. All right, Eric, last question for you. Let's make it real quick here. Give Eagles fans a name, an X factor, someone to watch this Sunday that they might not already know about. 
I'll go on both sides of the ball. How about I take two X factors? The left guard, James Carpenter, uh, for the Jets, has been a pleasant surprise. He played in Seattle, appeared in the past couple uh, Super Bowls with the Seahawks. C-Mac, he's a big guy, but he can really get out and move and pull, and the Jets can run the football. On the other side of the ball, I'm going back to number 41, Buster Screen. He made his first appearance on national TV the other night in Monday Night Football. But he's a big-time player, and he's a difference maker in the National Football League. When everybody's going and throwing to their players out of the slot, this guy is a dynamic performer, and he's really taken the secondary to the next level. That's Eric Allen from NewYorkJets.com. Thanks, thanks for taking us behind enemy lines here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Thanks so much, Chris. Thanks so much, Eric. Glenn, we've got a little bit of focus here now. Time to dig in Eagles, Jets. I know you've got some deep, deep thoughts. i got deep thoughts. And coming up right after this, Dave Spadaro, my bold predictions for this week's Eagles versus Jets game coming up right here on Eagles 360 right after this. to replenish. Everything you need to keep sweating. I step to Philly. I step to Philly. Yo step to Philly? The bus. The trolley. The train. Route 124. Route 23. I step to Philly. The 17 to training. Jenkintown. To her house. His house. To Betsy's house. City Hall. FTC. Delco. Media. To work. To school. To the mall. Abuelas. Broad Street. To the game. I step to Philly. Anywhere. Give me more chips. Fellas. I'm sorry. <laughs> we were daydreaming. About that VIP tailgate and game tickets? Uh, yeah. And that pregame sideline experience. Exactly. We have an Eagle season tickets. How do you know? We both have the new instant game from the Pennsylvania Lottery. Yeah, the Eagles instant game with top prizes of 50 grand. And second chance prizes, including season tickets. The Pennsylvania Lottery. Bring your dreams to life. Enter at PhiladelphiaEagles.com for a chance to win a pair of tickets in the Amoroso Suite when the Eagles take on the Buffalo Bills at Lincoln Financial Field. Time now for the moment you've been waiting for all week. It's Glenn Macnow's three bold predictions. Oh, He's been wrong for the first two weeks. All right, all right. We've That's all been wrong. wrong, but we've all been wrong for the first two weeks. Yeah, and now we're going to change the mojo here. What do you got for you're us? You're going to love the first one. Okay. And I think the first one could really help this team. This is going to be the week that the Eagles get Darren Sproles involved early and often. You remember last year, Sproles... First game with the Eagles against Jacksonville, got 15 touches, and he was great. I think given the way the rest of the offense is going, you'd get it to Sproles early. You isolate him on the linebackers. He's somebody they really can't cover, and I'll just give you this stat. Through the first two games, Darren Sproles averaging 8.5 yards a touch. The other back's 2.8. He's easy. And what's so unusual, 12 touches in week one against the Falcons, only five against the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I know the number of plays were down, 
But you really want to get Darren Sproles involved as much as you can. We talked about it last year. His touches went down, teams double-teaming him. So electric in the punt return game. And that's really, I, really where I want to see Darren pick things up here. In the return game, uh, special on. teams. That one's coming. That one's oh, coming. Yeah, they're coming. Wait, so wait, I we've got, got more from Glenn Mack with now. That one. Well, please, take, take control. All right, we're going to go out of order then. I'll go to the next one. This is the game where special teams makes a big play. It was such a huge part of their success last year. Seven touchdowns on special teams. This year, it's fairly been a disaster through the first two games, mostly the block punt. The Eagles will make a big play on special teams, perhaps Darren Sproles in the punt return. The Jets kicker, Foles, does not get it into the end zone all the time. This is their chance to make a big special teams play. So Change my mind. Basically, what you're saying is Darren Sproles, number 43, here's your football game. Go out and win it. And why not? Eagles need a spark, some spark, any spark. Go out and win a game, and it could be one of those days. We've talked about the odd history of the Eagles and the Jets. could be one of those games where the special teams make the difference, like they did so often in 2014. There you go. All right. Bold prediction, number three. Here you go. This one you're not going to like so much. Uh, and maybe it's not that bold, but the Eagles are going to turn the ball over uh, three times, I think, which is going to make it tough to climb out and win. The Jets' defense has nine turnovers. Jets overall, ten turnovers in the first two games. Sam Bradford has not been doing a good job. He's been turning the ball over. I can't really foresee that change. As I see three turnovers in Dave, that means the Eagles' defense is going to have to get that ball back. Yeah, the Jets have done just a great job taking the football away, and the Eagles haven't been as secure with the football as they want. It's always an emphasis. We talked about it all of 2014, and... I agree with Glenn. It could come down to the turnover differential. The Eagles simply cannot give the football away to the New York Jets and set up an offense that's only so-so with favorable field position. By the way, Dave, two more bold predictions coming up on the kickoff show. I've been working all week on this. I think this week I'm going to be five for five. Okay, good. Well, as long as they lead to an Eagles victory, we're all happy here with the Philadelphia Eagles. Those are the bold predictions when we return to Eagles 360. We've got a lot more for you. Mike Quick and Ike Reese breaking down Malcolm Jenkins, who's off to a very fine start. But next, the voice of the Philadelphia Eagles, Merrill Reese. How concerned is he with the Eagles 0-2? What makes a temple owl? Meet Stella. She's wise, fierce, and she's not alone. Temple University, where owls call home. We are the cherry and white. The city is our classroom, and we lead the rush hour, making our mark on every field around the world. A world without temple, well, that's like the sky without the North Star. Temple, never stopping. network as explained by a door this is data on a wireless network look a door let's all go through it together when it gets busy it can get overwhelmed like this a better network prepares for heavy traffic with more capacity 
The door is bigger! A better network like Verizon, for instance. Here the Eagles sit at 0-2, and here we sit, Eagles insider Dave Spadaro, with the voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese, and the New York Jets wait on Sunday, and it won't be easy up at MetLife Stadium. Merrill, give us some hope. Well, I, I think the Eagles are a team that uh, has not shown its true colors yet, other than the fact that we know they're midnight green. But they look nothing. They haven't shown them either. It's been white on white. Well, it has been white on white. There's some at the helmets. <laughs> but, but, you know, we watched this team this summer, and I know that you get excited about a game like we saw in Green Bay, and then you, you come down to earth and you say, well, there's no game planning involved by the Packers' defense, and it's not uh, a regular season game. But you still see certain things. You see what Bradford can be in a game like that. You see what the running backs can be in a game like that. You see Matthews, and you see Aguilar, and the things that they can contribute. And then the season starts, and other than that second half in Atlanta where the offense came to life, it has been dismal and i say to myself this cannot possibly this cannot be the 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 team that people nationally were projected not only to be a playoff contender but to be a a super bowl contender so i want to wait and see before i say boy the eagles are in deep trouble how long do you wait is this the game is this the game is this the litmus test oh you know i my theory is always there's no such thing as a must game in september but I might have been wrong. This is a must game for this team. Um, I, I know all the statistics about if, if you're 0-2, how few 24% of the teams go to the playoffs and 75, you know, 76% don't, something like that. I know all those stats. But throw them out the window. We've seen an Eagles team in 2003 open Lincoln Financial Field with a right, resounding right, thud right. and lose the following week to New England. And go on to the NFC right. Championship game that year. So we don't. I don't. I forget the statistics. It's how the team. But you're looks. saying game three. But I'm saying this week. This is a key game. This is a key game. They have to show that they can beat a New York Jets team that, what, less than a month ago looked perplexed and and confused. The ground and, with a broken oh, jaw and what's going to yeah. go on there with and, the new head look, coach. They, look, we can talk about the Jets defense. They're very good. Uh, they manhandled Andrew Luck last Monday night, but the Jets offense, the Jets offense, they're run by Ryan Fitzpatrick, who looks like he should be back at Harvard teaching philosophy with that bushy beard and that big mustache. He looks nothing like a quarterback, and for that matter, he does not have starting quarterback skills. He is a journeyman quarterback. He can manage a game. Jets offensive line is pretty good, but look at their receivers. I, I like Decker their, I like is out. Owusu's out. I, so you have Brandon Marshall. Sure about Decker, and Brandon Marshall can play. I, I thought that Decker was out. Yeah, I don't I think he's. But it's unlikely that he would play. But it's very questionable at this point. Okay, we won't know but until basically Sunday. you have Brandon Marshall, who's mm-hmm. a tough receiver, and uh, Quincy Anunwa, who wears number eighty-one, and uh, they don't scare you. They're tight end. You have Cumberland, who's a blocking tight end, and you have their their other guy Davis. Uh, he's pretty good. But he's not a – it's not like looking at uh, – there's no Ivory Jason Wett. And Chris Ivory's okay. He's a good back. He's a solid back. Right. You have Bilal Powell, who's right. kind of a utility man. But, but their offense does not scare you. And this defense took a step forward last week against the Cowboys. They played better. And I think they're capable of keeping the Jets off the scoreboard. I, I mean, not totally off the scoreboard, 
but I think they can keep the Jets to fewer than 20 points. I think they can keep them 17 or less. The question is, do the Eagles score 18 or more against the Jets' defense? Now, we've seen this Eagles uh, offense. We've touched on it. We've all, look, we all have our Mm -hmm. theories, and there's probably a collection of ideas that that you mix them together, and that's the reason why. Um, What do the Eagles do here, Merrill? Do Do you anticipate significant changes that we would notice when we're watching the game? Do you think it's going to be kind of, it's just going to come down to execution? I mean, what, what do you expect See, here? I'm a big believer in execution. I, I believe that the good teams can take any system and run it as long as they have the best personnel, as long as they have superior personnel. And I still think that we have not seen the real Sam Bradford yet. We haven't seen DeMarco Murray, even if he doesn't play this week. Ryan Matthews is certainly a, a number one back. We know what Darren Sproles can be like. We know that Zach Ertz can get open. We know that Brent Selleck it's is still a solid. You're talking about all the perimeters. Yeah, there are Without the interior, do. you don't have the perimeter. Well, mm. but I'm talking about the offensive line, too, of course. Yeah. And I'm talking about the guys like Ryan Matthews, who ought to be able to get up the middle, ought to be able to slash for four yards or five yards. I just, you know, I, I used to believe, and I still do, that teams today play so little, starters play so little in the preseason that what we watch in September is what used to be the preseason. It's not only here, but it's throughout the league. Flag after flag after flag. It's not that, you know, some of the calls are borderline, Dave, but most of them are warranted, Mm -hmm. and they're because the players are sloppy. They're not in sync. They're not ready for the start of the season. The product in September throughout the National Football League is at a much lower level than it will be in a month or two from now. And I think the Eagles are part of that. And I'm hoping that what we've seen in weeks one and two is just uh, an aberration, not what this team is all about. Well, we agree. We're on the same page. Go out and get a win on Sunday and have some fun up in the broadcast booth. We'll have a lot of fun. Well, we didn't have fun in the broadcast booth against Dallas. But uh, hopefully we're in a great stadium. I'm kind of glad they're away from home this week. Uh, Take a little pressure off. You don't need to hear that reaction right away. And I think our fans are great. But I think that maybe it's it's not a bad idea to be on the road, beat the Jets, beat the Jets, then go to Washington and annihilate those guys and come home against the Saints, and they will be welcomed with, uh, with open arms and things will be back on track. At least that's what I'm hoping for. That is the blueprint. Merrill Reese, thanks for joining us in studio here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. This fall at Dunkin' Donuts, get lost in pumpkin. Pick up your favorite pumpkin-flavored beverages and baked treats like the new pumpkin cheesecake square while they're still here. America runs on Dunkin'. However you do sports. However you do fun. However you do summer. Do it at Sports Authority. Shop thousands of great deals this summer. Sports Authority. Hi, my name is Jim Taylor. I've been with Acme for 34 years. Our Lancaster brand beef is the best around. We cut our meat fresh every day. We actually have customers come from other stores just for our meat. Freshness is our number one priority. No one beats our fresh fish. We have the freshest apple, the crispiest lettuce. Fresh produce is what we do. We do the best cake decorating in the area, hands down. 
123 years strong. Come on in, you'll see the changes, you'll feel it, you'll love it. With extra 20 checking from Santander, you can get paid $20 a month. Just direct deposit $1,500 or more and pay two bills a month with the online bill pay feature. Then you can get paid $20 a month. That's just the way it works. So what are you waiting for? We are back, Dave and Glenn. We heard from Merrill Reese, and Merrill's uh, very honest, objective, and, mm -hmm. and concerned. Merrill I think every, everybody is, yeah. Oh, and two, it's, it's shocking, but nine teams in the NFL in the same position, Glenn. Among them, Seattle, which gets Cam Chancellor back. Baltimore, we expect them to be a really good football team. Detroit, many people thought the Lions would be in the playoffs this year. Long way to go. Do you agree with Merrill, Glenn, that September in the NFL has become extended preseason? I do. Uh, Seattle started out three and three last year. They made the play. They made the Super Bowl. The Patriots lost their first game. They won the Super Bowl. I think teams now need more time to find themselves. Well, somebody who's found himself very quickly in this Eagles defense is Malcolm Jenkins. He's been outstanding since the Eagles signed him as an unrestricted free agent prior to the 14 season. Our game plan crew, Ike Reese, Mike Quick, breaking down the early season success of Malcolm Jenkins. All right, Mike, our progress report this week takes us to, in my opinion, a player of the game on the defensive side of the ball last week, Malcolm Jenkins. Great job of Malcolm Jenkins. Not only is he filling the role as a pass defender in the secondary, he's doing a great job coming up and supporting the run. You watch him here, too high shell at the beginning of the snap. Yeah. Dallas is in the eye formation. He knows that's a high run tendency. Look where he's at once the ball is snapped and headed towards the line of scrimmage. You know, he's a guy that can do a little bit of everything. They like him near the line of scrimmage. They like him back. He's a real smart football player. He's obviously a guy that spends a lot of time studying tendencies of teams. They know, as you said, when the quarterback from the Cowboys is on the center, it's a high probability of running the football, so he quickly closes on the offensive line. A new role he's taking on this year. He's playing in the slot out of necessity. Yep. He's doing a great job. Here's what I like about him. His instincts are perfect. He's aggressive at the, at the snap of the ball, fighting through the block, making a big tackle down here on Cole Beasley. Ike, he's seen this before. Whether it's game planning or having the scout team show him this in practice, he recognizes the play, and his instincts just takes over. He comes up and makes a quick stop. Again, I can't overstate this enough. His instincts are showing up everywhere. This is pre-snap recognition. He knows this formation. Yep. Empty backfield set. There is no run threat, so he knows that there's a possibility that you're going to get a quick screen. He jumps before the tight end's able to come out there to block him. That pass is intended again for Cole Beasley. This play here forces Tony Romo to hold yep. the football, and you got Jordan Hicks coming up in the inside with a big hit on Romo that knocks him out of the game. Well, when he jumps this combination on the outside, you're right. It forces Romo to pump fake, and that's all it takes with the pressure coming. And this is a very good call by Billy Davis, the defensive coordinator. So he gets the jump on the outside, and Romo has to hold that ball just a second too long. It allows the pressure to get there with the sack. We've seen great progress from Malcolm Jenkins this year, filling his new role on the yep. team, nickelback, safety. He does it all. Well, there you have it. We are finished. Glenn Macknell, Dave Spadaro, hoping for a victory on Sunday. Certainly should be an interesting game at the very least. Yeah, it would be nice to have us come back next Tuesday, be a little more festive than yeah. this week, right? And these bold predictions thing, I mean, we got to get one of these right. <laughs> Two of these right. Sproles. Right. The Sproles one's going to happen. I'll take one of these. All right. For Glenn Macknell, Dave Spadaro, we thank you for joining us on Eagles 360. Have yourselves a great Eagles day.